Sri Guru Gaurgandharva Govindangringanai Saha Bande Prasharato Yesham Sabharamba Subankara Gauravag Vigraham Bande Gaurangam Gauravaibhavam Gaurasankirtanomatam Gaurakarunyasundaram Guru Rupa Harim Gauram Radha Ruchi Ruchavratam Nityam Nomi Navadipe Nama Kirtananartanai Srimad Prabhupadamboja Madhupevyo Namo Namaha Adadana Srinam Dante Jace Iram Jace Puna Puna Srimad Rupa Padamboja Dulisham Janma Janmani Ananda Lila Maya Vigrahaya Himabhadivyatcha Visundaraya Tasmai Mahaprema Rasa Pradaya Chaitanya Chandraya Namo Namaste. So, when I spoke to the devotees in Salt Lake City the other day, we had this mantra dika Gayatri initiation for Krishna Sharan Prabhu and Ram Sundar Prabhu. I had the opportunity at that time to say something and glorification of Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, Raghunath Das Goswami, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami Prabhu. Uh, but I didn't get an opportunity here to say something about them. Because uh, the Rupanuga line means them. They're also included as Guru Maharaj, I mean the emphasis, Rupa Raghunath. Gurumars tells us, Saraswati Thakur, wherever his lectures began, they ended up in a particular direction toward Radha Dasyam, and then his last appeal was like, forever may we be in the dust of, in the line of Rupa Raghunath. That's how we would put it. And gave instructions to his disciples, continue the line of Rupa and Raghunath. But two Raghunaths we have, actually three in Charitamritam. There's a Raghunath Vaidya. But when Raghunath Das Goswami is entering the party, Mahaprabhu is saying, All right, you'll be, you know, Swarupe Raghu, Swarups Raghu. Because right? we have Raghunath Vaidya and later Raghunath Bhatta, or earlier actually. So, and Guru Maharaj will say, Although all the Goswamis, they, Sanatan is like the eldest and the most senior and their like guardian guru. Uh, but Guru Maharaj will say that, uh, and it may be in the Zbriyad Bhagavatam Ritam Tika that Sanatan Goswami Prabhu, he indicates he's also a Rupanuga. So you see this kind of beautiful exchange between the devotees and reminds me of Guru Maharaj and Goswami Maharaj when they would have the Vishwa Vaishnav Raja Sabha meeting once a year and every year Guru Maharaj would be elected the president and then every year he would accept the presidency and then transfer it to Goswami Maharaj. <laughs> so there this the mutual appreciation of the Vaishnavas and Rupa Goswami is telling us in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, 
that this is actually a key aspect of devotional service is the appreciation of the devotion in others. And that's <clears throat> mentioned in the beginning of the Bhagavatam. Dharmak projitakaitabhotra paramo nirmat saranam satam. Nirmat sarja means to not be envious. But the uh, inversion of not being in, envious is to sing the praises. Because we find later when Vyas himself, remember it must all be thematically consistent, when Narada finds Vyas despondent after he's given, you know, uh, Vedas, Puranas, Mahabharata, all the literature, he, everything you can imagine, and he finds Vyas in his ashram um, despondent. I think it's the right word I'm saying. And Prabhupada has him saying, oh, oh Prabhu. <laughs> like, and he's saying, well, I did all these things, but people are not taking it in the right way, and rather they're using it there, there's some ulterior motive in their religiosity. So the Bhagavatam in that second sloka is saying, Dharmak projita, Dharmak projita koitavo. Koitavo means cheating, or in this, uh, an ulterior motive. It's saying that will not be in the Bhagavatam, any sort of cheating religion. But so then he's thinking, like, then what could it be? Right? And he says, Kimba Bhagavata Dharma na prayena nirupita priya paramahangsanam tadeva hyachuta priya. And just to paraphrase and condense, he's saying, maybe it's because I did not describe the uh, unparalleled glorious position of Achuta Priya or the one who's most dear to Krishna, and thereby giving people exposure to the actual land of love, the Krishna world, beyond dharma, artha, kama, moksha, muktirhat vanyata, rupam, svaropena, vibhasiti, but that world where there's varieties of loving exchange, right? shanta, dasya, uh, sakya, vatsalya, madura. So, uh, the um, Goswamis of Vrindavan, they're broadcasting this the Mahaprabhu's, the Gaudiya Darshan means the way, this, you could say, it means the sweet way that Mahaprabhu is seeing, or the emphasis on sweetness, which means Madhura. So these, the six Goswamis, I'm trying to show, that they revere one another. And, uh, oh, so I mentioned it, that he's saying, if I did not mention her, right, Srimati Radharani, then back to the beginning, Nirmat Saranam Satam, if you have any envy toward the devotee of Krishna, you won't get substantial Krishna conception. This is the religion where the devotee, in a sense, occupies the higher position or the most prominent position. So the appreciation of devotion in others. So Srinivasacharya, he's written that wonderful song that's glorifying the six Goswamis. Right? Each verse is a, uh, like a jewel mine. But what I find interesting is that at the end of each line, you know, Bande Rupa Sanatano Raguriago Sri Jiva Go Palako, 
implying that what he's describing here can be detected in all of them. Right? You understand? He'll say th these things about them, and the last line will be Bande Rupa Sanatano Raguyago, means the two Ragu, Raghunath Das, Raghunath Bhatta, Sri Jiva, and Gopal Bhatta. So what are they? Nana Shastra Vicharanaika Nipano. They're Shastra Nipun. They're expert at extracting the inner meaning of the scripture. Vedic literature is oceanic in size. Right? And we had that beautiful sloka of Kaviraj Goswami at the beginning of Ramananda Sambhad, Sancharja Rama Bhida Bhakta Meghe, Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Chayam Ritani, saying there's an ocean of Bhakti Siddhanta. Uh, which really alludes to Mahaprabhu, Radha Govinda, etc. Because uh, Siddhanta's reality, it's not some uh, intellectualism or analysis, it's reality, the uh, how uh, 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 reality is expressed. So I say, and from that ocean, what? Bhakta Meghe. Ramananda is like a cloud that rose from this ocean, and what is he doing? He's raining back on the ocean when Mahaprabhu inquires from him. So when it says, these Goswamis, they're Shastra Nipun, as what uh, Saraswati Thakur said about Srila Guru Maharaj, Nipun means expert. Right? So extracting the inner meaning, because many meanings may be there, but what is ultimately to be understood, the essence, the cream. Right? So, um, Raghunath Bhatta, as, uh, as I thought about it for the longest time, I thought, well, he's the one we seem to know the least about. Like we know about Gopal Bhatta, Jiva Goswami, so much about Rupa and Sanatan and Raghunath. But like Raghunath Das, but Raghunath Bhatta, it's there, but little bits, and, and when you put them all together, you, you get this picture of someone who's extraordinarily wonderful and sweet and, and a delight to the others. So we hear he was the son of Tapan Misra, but when he was a boy, he would go stay with Mahaprabhu. And we're told, do some cleaning, cooking, other things. So one of our devotees, Past was uh, recently was Jatendra Mohan Prabhu, and he's known for many things. He's quite a personality, you can verify that. But one of the seva that he did like forever was washing pots, and so sometimes you could think that's a trivial service. Uh, you know, you might want to move up into some other sort of, you can think like that. But one thing I shall say is, Professor Sanyal, who ended up editing Saraswati Thakur's books, he was the head examiner at Ravenshaw College, which means if you're going to get a PhD, PhD, there's a committee, he's the head of that committee. He will decide whether or not you get a PhD. When he went to Sri Godiamat, he was cleaning, uh, sweeping the floors. Right? And his conception was, this is so high, so wonderful, so noble, so exalted, 
if I, if I can sweep the floors, I, uh, I, it'll be my good fortune. And that'll be an exalted position for me. He had that sort of vision. And we can say that sort of vision, inevitably, his service was expressed in editing the very words of Saraswati Thakur. But his point of view was, if I'm given this seva in Gaudiya Math, how wonderful that is. And um, Srila Guru Maharaj said, and Jagannath Puri, when Saraswati Thakur was giving a lecture, and particularly like from Guru Maharaj, some high subject matter, and he was very um, you know, riveted to what he was saying. And in the midst of that, someone came in and said something about like the temple necessity or the festival, you know, like, oh, today we need to, you know, go to the market and get some yogurt or something like, like devotees do. You know. And Guru Maharaj said at first, I thought, why are they bothering Prabhupada with this at this time? Uh, he said, but I came to understand his conception was that um, Srimati Radharani, she's the major domo or the head mistress of all the household affairs of Krishna. So any so-called domestic service like that, Saraswati Thakur considered Radha Dasyam, and he's ready to drop everything to give his full attention to that. So in one sense, there is no trivial service here. It's all exalted. When, when Prabhupada, his godbrothers complained once, they said, they went to Guru Maharaj and said, Swami Maharaj, you know, says he's preaching all over the world and we're just like, you know, uh, ringing bells in the temple. <laughs> and Guru Maharaj said, oh, Swami Maharaj is leading a big kirtan worldwide. And if you get the position of a kartal player in that kirtan, how fortunate you are. <laughs> so I when Jatendra Mohan Prabhu would come to me, I'd say, Prabhu, remember, I said, we come from a, a long distinguished line of pot washers. And he go, how so? And I say, Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. It's mentioned in Charitamritam that he was cleaning the plates of Mahaprabhu and, and that was part of his seva. He was a young boy, you know, like 12 or something like that. That's one of the things he would do. He would also massage the lotus feet of Mahaprabhu. Uh, later, he would cook. And Mahaprabhu loved him so much, had so much affection for him. He took his own neck beads off and put them on Raghunath Bhatta. Just like he later will hear, he gave the Shalagram Shila to Raghunath Das Goswami. Imagine, he gave his own Kanti Mala to Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. And like, what went on in that Chinmoy zone, you know, is inconceivable. And he, he's someone he specifically told, do not marry. He gave him that specific instruction. And then sent him to Vrindavan to be under the care of Rup Sanatan, Jiva. And he went there and... It says, again, this is inconceivable. When we first went to Radhadamadar Temple, uh, this would have been around 73, 74, 
it was much smaller than what we see now. And some of the things were still in the similar place, but there's this one area they used to show us and say, oh, that's where the six Goswamis would take prasadam. That was like their prasadam room. <laughs> so the thing, they're doing all the things that we do. Where do they come from? It comes from them. Remember, these are gopis descended from Goloka Vrindavan. Never underestimate their practices and what they've uh, mercifully uh, given for us in this line. That what we do, which comes from Srila Sar you know, from Guru Maharaj, Guru Dev, but Gaudiya Mat Saraswati Tanguru, this is what they were doing. So they take prasadam together, they also have class. But imagine, when they're having a class, and you have like Rup, Sanatan, others, and then, you know, it's like, oh, Raghunath Bhatta, Raghunath Prabhu, can, you know. And Raghunath Bhatta Goswami will start singing the Bhagavatam. And we're told his voice was sweeter than a kokio, right? that sort of liquid, liquid sweetness. And it, it says there, singing in four different tunes, but we should not think of them as tunes in the conventional sense, like, oh, let, let's learn that, and we'll also do that. What it means, the tune means the heart of Raghunath Bhatta Goswami. He's not just singing, uh, singing melodiously. When he's his heart is expressing Bhagavatam. That's what's coming out in varieties of inconceivably sweet sound. And his audience is Rup, Sanatan, etc. And they're happily hearing from him. And later, when he, like this uh, Parikrama coming up, remember, there was... Um, Everything was covered over. We can say, you know, by the influence of time or the influence of Yoga Maya or the supreme will of Krishna. Right? Mahaprabhu rediscovers Radha Kunda and Shama Kunda. And so one of the seva that he gave to Rupa and Sanaptam is called Lupta Tirtha to uh, reveal these holy places. We take it for granted now when we go there, because there are so many memorials. But think about it, when they were there, there weren't any. That's why when Mahaprabhu goes to Govardhan, and he's asking the people, you know, where is Radha Kunda? And they're going, oh, no one, oh, some old people, they say some, some legend has passed down. Remember when we went to Udavkiari, and those cowherd men came out of the sky, I don't know where they came from, but these old cowherd men with turbans and big mustaches came to Avadut Maharaj and myself and they said, please, when, when we were children, we came here and there were many wonderful festivals, now it's been neglected and please do something, you know. Remember that? Very heartfelt way. So what I mean to say is those places, when Mahaprabhu, so they tell him, oh, Old people say over here, like our Govardhan, right? Some old people identified that Giriraj, Anu Giriraj, who's huge. 
because <laughs> ono means little or junior, and our Giriranjan Govardhan is massive. But so they point to some rice fields, Mahaprabhu goes there, falls down in the rice field with tears, Ganga-like streams of tears pouring out of his eyes. And there's a little bit of water there, like we see in a rice field. And with that, he's bathing so respectfully. And I sometimes liken it to uh, um, a nuclear event. A nuclear event may have happened a long time ago, but it's, uh, if you have the right instrument, you can detect radiation hundreds of years later, thousands of years later. And if we think that is powerful, how inconceivably powerful is Krishna Leela? There's no comparison. But those with the heart, Gopi Bhava Rasamritam Dilahari, they have Gopi Bhav. They are Gopis descended. When they go to these places like that, the radiation, the the spiritual radiation from those pastimes is still glowing for them. And not only as a past event, but live stream. That's the difference. It's in real time. They're not just recalling something that happened long ago. They do, but that triggers live streaming Leela. So this one disciple of Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, uh, he wants to do some service for his Guru Maharaj. So he's saying, what can I do? Uh, I believe it's the Maharaj of Bharatpur, who also has some responsibility for Radha Kunda, Shama Kunda, Govardhan, and uh, Kusum Sarovara, many places. He built memorials there so that people can go to this place that was revealed to be a divine location, you know, spiritual cartography revealed by the Goswamis. Then the wealthy came forward and said, can I do some seva? Yes, you can, uh, you know, build a nice uh, structure here at Kusum Sarovra or Radha Kunda. So think about this. It's Raghunath Bhatta. His disciple comes to him, wants to do some seva for him. What did I say in the beginning about the mutual appreciation of devotees? He says, you can build a temple for my guru, like Rupa Goswami, for his deity, Govindaji. So that temple that, we, that is still so glorious, I mean, we go there, and, but it was built by Raghunath Bhatta Goswami's disciple, for Srila Rupa Goswami. So how extraordinary he is, and the other Raghunath Das. Gurudev, when we were in Govardhan, he would sing this section of Charitamritam that has the line in it, Indra Aiswarja Sama, Stri Apsara Sama. <clears throat> Indra Aiswarja means, he had the Sama means this equal to, same, same wealth as Indra. Stri Apsara, and his wife was like a heavenly damsel, you know, like one of the, the most beautiful women of the heavenly planets, beyond 
earthly beauty, heavenly beauty, his wife. And he said, and that's the position he left for the lotus feet of Mahaprabhu. When um, his parents, detecting this uh, renounce, re renounced tendency in him and his reluctance to fully embrace family life and repeatedly trying to run away and join Mahaprabhu. Because uh, again, where we think like Nityananda went on pilgrimage in anticipation of meeting up and joining with uh, Nimai Goranga Mahaprabhu and other devotees, those who cannot bear the separation of the blink of an eye's amount of time, like having to live, imagine, there's Raghunath Das Goswami, and he knows Mahaprabhu's in Puri, and he has to remain in this situation. It's unbearable to him. So he keeps trying to go, and they, they always bring him back. And then his mom, mother says, why don't we shackle him? You know, it can be a long one, so he can like go around and do things. But, you know, there's a pillar, put a sh shackle him by the ankle or whatever, and that way, you know, I can be worry-free and anxiety-free that, you know, he'll be here. <laughs> and we're told, his father says, if he has wealth like Indra, the king of heaven, a wife of heavenly beauty, he said, if that can't hold him, what good will these shackles do? And then he says this line, he said, especially for one who's become a madman for the lotus feet of Gauranga Mahaprabhu. Then we get a hint that they're, uh, uh, I, a hint like, oh, they're playing certain roles. <laughs> it's almost like the father, as if he also knows about the glorious position of Mahaprabhu. But so, and then upon joining, we know he runs like a madman, day and night, barely eating anything, resting, you know, and it's, how far is it from Calcutta to Puri? Hundreds of miles, right? And it takes him like nine days. Like when we're told, search for Sri Krishna, you know, the uh, heart should just, be irresistibly drawn to just run to Krishna, Raghunath, like Raghunath Das Goswami, <laughs> nine days nonstop. You know, almost like in, he would stop a little bit and rest and take a little something, sometimes staying in a cow shed. Nothing could deter him. And when he gets there, he's told uh, to... Be, Mahaprabhu puts him, recognizes him, and they happily meet. And he said, you will be under the care of Srup Damodar. Right? So he accepts that. So he's now, he's the assistant of Srup Damodar. After some time, he tells Srup Damodar, could I have a, you know, a private darshan with Mahaprabhu and get some personal instructions from him? He said, yes, I will arrange it. He meets with Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and they have this famous exchange where Mahaprabhu says, the beginning of Baluna Koibe, Baluna Paibe. Don't dress luxuriously, don't eat opulent foodstuffs. He's giving him some advice about 
renunciation, someone who will later be the epitome of renunciation. Uh, but, and then he says, Braje Radha Krishna Seva Manasa Koribe. So he says, and in your mind, and often in India, when you see mind in India, you'll see people that go, in my mind, I was, like Western people go, in my mind, I was, they go, in my mind, I was thinking, they touch their heart. So sometimes when you hear this, it means mind, heart, heart, your, you know, heart, mind, like that. Means in your heart, really, the, as the poet said, in the deep heart's core. He's saying, there, the Radha Krishna Manasa Seva, that's where that is. Gurumar says, it's implying not to discuss out here. That's an internal culture. You'd, he, and then Gurumar says this very interesting line. He said, so what you hear about that, he said, you recapitulate in your mind and heart. And then I thought, that's what we do in Krishna consciousness. We hear Sadhu, Shastra, Guru, Vaishnav. We hear so many things by our good fortune daily. And recapitulation means to go over it again internally. When I would be with Guru Maharaj, so many times he would tell me, like he'd say, I am here and I am going over the teachings of my Guru Maharaj. He said, people may think I am uh, cr cruel. He said, but I am concerned about my uh, uh, development. And by, I'm always going over my Guru Maharaj's teachings, the sayings of the scriptures, the saints, the Ramananda Sambhad, so many other things. And, you know, extracting something fresh and new from there. That's a type of smaranam. Right. So he made that point that it meant that that's a type of internal culture in the siddha plane and not to be expressed uh, outwardly. But then he says something very revealing. He says, but understand this. The reason I put you under the care of Srup Damodar is what I don't know, he knows fully. And then that presents for us a bit of, you know, a, um, how do you say, um, it's peculiar. We have to think about that because, of, wait, is it just um, some sort of flattery? How can, he is Krishna himself enveloped in the heart and halo of Srimati Radharani. And here's Krishna himself sitting before you saying, what I don't know, he knows fully. What is it that Krishna doesn't know? His default position is omniscience. What is it that Krishna doesn't know? What do we hear in Charitamrita? He'll say, although I know everything, <laughs> what I don't know is how much Srimati Radharani loves me. That I, I don't know. It seems immeasurable. It's gone beyond the limits of what even I can conceive. 
That's what I don't know. The lim- premasima, when Guru Maharaj would quote Basu Gosha's song, Jari Gorna Hoita, Tabiki Hoite, Kemmonidari Tam Dehe, Radhar Mahima, the greatness of Srimati Radharani, like Radha Pranaya Mahima, uh, Radhar Mahima, Prema Rasa Sima, Sima means the heights. How high, the, it's unlimited. So he's saying that I can't properly estimate. Right? So he says it appears that what she's experiencing is 10 million times greater than what I'm experiencing. That would be enough to hear, but it's even more inconceivable to hear from Krishna. <laughs> he says that. And that leads him to want to embrace her position. So what he means to say, as we hear, when Radharani is in her divine madness, like in the Brahma Gita, and when she's feeling the depths of separation from Krishna, and all these waves of ecstatic symptoms are upon her, uh, she comes out of that sometimes unaware or and, uh, at least uh, superficially of everything she said or expressed and will turn to Lalita and say, did I say something peculiar or exhibit some strange behavior or what happened? And Lalita Saki maintains her composure and is very supportive and reassuring. And when she's in the depth of particular divine sentiments, Lalita Saki knows, oh, now I will sing this song and that will make it even more intense. Or I will quote this sloka and that will intensify this to an infinite degree. Or I will sing this song or this sloka and bring some uh, assuage the anguish that's in the heart feeling separation. So Lalita Saki is the expert anu, Anuradha in ne- just next to Radharani doing everything for her, caring for her at every moment, her every need, augmenting her every sentiment. And so what he, Mahaprabhu means to say is the heart of Srimati Radharani now I'm as Goranga. That is terra incognito. That is a terrain, a world previously unknown to me. Now, so I'm in unexplored, unknown territory. Help me. It's Radharani was worried whether Krishna could take it. <laughs> like, she knows what it's like to be her. And she's wondering, like, Will Krishna be able to take that? It might be too much for him. <laughs> and she's worried about him, that he might get hurt. His you know, soft lotus feet, his body is inconceivably soft. And she's thinking, therefore I will cover you and take the impact for the outcome of any ecstatic uh, exhibitions or transformations. So now he is in that position, and we will see he says the same thing. It's almost, um, uh, it's so sweet at one point when Mahaprabhu will come out of one of his transits and say, Am I Chaitanya? But he means, like, Am I conscious? But it's, you understand, he's saying, Am I Chaitanya? <laughs> and I say, Yes, you 
And then they'll say, did I say, did I exhibit some strange behavior? No. Did I say some unusual things? No. Everything was wonderful. Right? So he needs the assistance of Srup Damodar. And who's that, his assistant? Raghunath Das Goswami. He will be there. The, and also, it may allude to some um, future service. Because we hear, after the disappearance of Mahaprabhu and Srup Damodar, that Raghunath Das Goswami, he's devastated. As one, Mahaprabhu, we know Srup Damodar cannot live without Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu has gone, Srup Damodar, automatic. So Dasko Swami, as Guru Maharaj says, the best student in the Rupanuga line. He said, because what Rupa Goswami deals with, and it's there and expressed, uh, alluded to, he's saying, Dasko Swami is just emphatically clearly, unmistakably expressing these things with such intensity, particularly in his Bilapakusamanjali. He's saying, that's where he's, why is he the best student and the Prayojan Tattva Acharya? Because he's saying, ultimately, our concern is with Radharani, Radha Dasyam, not Krishna directly. So taking Mahaprabhu and Srup Damodar and the position of Radharani and Lalita Saki, he's thinking, I have no longer any reason to live. So he's leaving Puri. Remember, in Puri, Mahaprabhu gave that Govardhan Shila that he would put on his heart, he would put on his eyes sometimes, on his head, heart, like... <laughs> uh, that Govardhan Shila he gave to Das Goswami, saying, no, I will go to Govardhan, I will go to Radha Kunda, give my dandavads there and then throw myself from Govardhan and I'm finished with this world because my life no longer has meaning. Right? But when he goes there, what does he find? Rup and Sanatan. And he's saying, oh, I see Mahaprabhu and Sriptamadar in you. So now my I got my life back. And it's there that Das Goswami is writing the Mukta Charit, the Stava Malak, his collection of prayers. This one I said it comes in at the end of his Mukta Charit. Adadana Srinam Dantaya Idam Jache Puna Puna Srimad Rupa Padamboja Duli Sham Janma Janmani Janma Janmani written by Das Goswami in praise of Rupa Goswami. And there, think of this on his hands and knees. He's crawling in Radha Kunda and Govardhan. You understand? When does someone fall to their knees? That type of feeling and impact. On his hands and knees, crawling there, it says, Muke Radha Radha Bole Beshe Nayanera Jale Radhe Radhe. That's why we hold that so sacred. That's spoken by Raghunath Das Goswami on his, crawling on his hands and knees in Govardhan with tears pouring down his eyes, drenching his clothes. Never, and some 
casual way or to indicate something else. That is reserved for Raghunath Das Goswami, why Guru Maharaj is so cautious about these things. Only allowing in the approaching month, the month of Radharani Kartik, to sometimes say Jai Radhe at the end of the uh, song. You know, like we were talking, Jai Radhe Jaya Jaya Madhava Dayate, that all the devotees should commit to memory. Madhava Doyita, the dearest of Madhava, means Radharani. But so that Das Goswami, so think about this. Srup Damodar is the divine eyewitness behind closed doors of what Prabhupada called the, trans, the inconceivable transcendental madness of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He and Ramananda are, they're assisting, but they're also witnessing and observing. So just imagine, after one of those evenings that we hear play out in various ways, sometimes ending up at the Chatak Parbat, sometimes mistaking the ocean for the Jamuna, right? sometimes at the Shinga Dwar, Lion Gate, all of his limbs, the ecstasy, so his limbs enter his body, his head, arms, legs, and he looks like a golden, giant golden pumpkin. Otherwise, the, 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 all the limbs are separate, the ecstasy going in another direction, all the limbs are separating. They find him this way, and then his body joins together. You're like, these things, Srup Damodar and Ramananda uh, witnessed. <clears throat> so Srup Damodar, after, say after a night of these pastimes, he writes in his diary some sutras to remember that, some inconceivably ecstatic thing he observed. He writes some notes like that. Das Goswami is there. He's, we're told, his note, uh, Srup Damodar's notes are sutra, sutra-like more condensed. Dasko Swami's notes are more fluffed out. He is supplying more details. So they, again, remember Mahaprabhu said, what I don't know, he knows. So there's something taking this in another, there's something in another direction. So there's something very special that Srup Damodar knows that Mahaprabhu wants Raghunath Das Goswami to know. And it happens to be everything. The most important thing, right? As Guru Maharaj wrote, Sri Goranumatam Swarupa Viditam, Rupa Agrajanagritam, Rupa De Pariveshitam, Ragu Ganai. Ragu Ganai means Raghunath and his followers. Who is his follower by in, in, in France? Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami. So think of this. So that Das Goswami, whose heart is devastated, uh, goes to Vrindavan, finds Rupa and Sanatan, they're caring for him. Well, we're told when Janava Devi uh, of Nityananda visited when she encountered Das Goswami, he was in the care of Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami. Right? So now Raghunath Das Goswami, he's holding everything. 
right? All the notes of Srup Damodar, all of his own. He's the, um, what do you call it? The, the, like the treasure chest. The Bandar, like Srup, Srup Bandar, you know, the storehouse of the most confidential pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that are not known to anyone else. Right? Or pastimes that are known to a certain degree. The, the uh, inner, more, most esoteric aspect of those pastimes. You see, Ratyatra is only fully uh, expressed in, in Chaitanya Charitamritam. And then you understand, it's not peripheral or anecdotal, it's central to the pastimes of Mahaprabhu every year. And what is its theme, uh, subject matter? Separation. Right? What's going on behind? And an amazing thing is that such deeply uh, internal uh, feelings are being, in a sense, expressed publicly, but without anyone knowing. It's amazing that they can do that. Not everyone knows what, what, what uh, is in the heart of Mahaprabhu when he's before the Jagannath. But Rupa Goswami knows and he reveals that to everyone. Everyone else, they may be see, seeing, uh, singing and dancing. That's also astonishing. But what he's feeling is known to Srupa Damodar. Because when Mahaprabhu said to Srupa Damodar, how does he know this? And Srupa Damodar says, you must have revealed it to him. But just that he turns this Rup Damodar, it's already understood that you know. You understand? He's saying, how does he? He's not questioning Srup Damodar. It's a given that he understands all of this. But Mahaprabhu wants to know, how does Rupa, like, did you tell him? <laughs> it's very beautiful. So, um, so that Das Goswami, He's the storehouse of, of the uh, internal reasons for the descent of Mahaprabhu and unknown, unparalleled pastimes witnessed by uh, Srip Damodar and Ramananda and others who have the eyes to see them. And now he's in Vrindavan and his assistant is Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami. So what does Das Goswami do? He transfers all of that from Srupa Damodar and from himself and, and their Rupa Goswami and the others to Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami. Right? <laughs> and Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, when he will tell devotees that uh, these things, Remember, at first, his, his share, as we would do. So Das Goswami's left the world, other, and they're going to Krishna's to, for his uh, association, for his darshan, and he's telling them the kind of things that we can read in Chaitanya Charitamritam. And the devotees are astonished. And these are devotees who are intimately familiar with the Chaitanya. They read the Chaitanya Bhagavad every day and hear from Haridas Pandit. So they know that, they know. But what Kaviraj Goswami is telling them is not there, but they know that it's, it's uh, huh? authentic, exactly. 
Like Guru Maharaj once said about him, he said, he told me, he said, my God brothers say that I say things that were not said by the predecessor of charges. And he said, but they accept them because they find they are in line with them. In other words, he's giving something fresh and new. He's adding to this. So that thing. So they know uh, from Kaviraj Goswami, this is inconceivable to them. Chaitanya Bhagwat is the biography of Mahaprabhu. There are others, but that's the one that became principal. And so they're begging Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, Prabhu, please record this so that other devotees, like this is the most important thing. And then I think back to Mahaprabhu saying like, what I don't know, Srup Damodar knows, and I need you to assist him for some many reasons. <laughs> One is to take all of this and give it to Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami so that he can, with the sanction of Madan Gopal and Haridas Pandit, Lokanath Goswami, Prabodhananda Saraswati Thakur, and all the great devotees saying, Yes, Prabhu. And just think about that. He doesn't think. Oh, I'll just go ahead and do this. He's thinking, I'm unqualified, I'm unfit. Only when the other devotees are begging, pleading, and the senior devotees are giving their blessings, does he feel the, um, have, that he has the authority to proceed. And what do we hear him say? He's in his 90s. He's legally blind, arthritic, and he's saying, and he sees what's coming out of his pen. And he's saying, I'm astonished. How is this possible? And he's saying, but it, it is, I, I, I don't feel that I am writing this, but Madan Mohan is writing this through me. Guru Maharaj is saying, that's the standard for uh, devotional literature. So that, uh, and uh, and that Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, he quotes Raghunath Das Goswami, uh, he quotes Rupa Goswami, Srup Damodar, and now we're in Radha Kunda Govardhan, and we've made it there. <laughs> and just to say, um, tomorrow is the beginning, the first day of the month of Radharani, right? Kartik, Mas. Um, and very, uh, like first we should, I mean, this all comes from Gurumars. Like, why Kartik? I just said month of Radharani or Kartik Mas. It's the last month of Chaturmasha. So Gurumars is saying, in Vrindavan, they had this system where they name their daughters after the daughters of Daksha, who you find in the Bhagavatam also. So third daughter's name was uh, Kirtika. So Radharani's mother, her name is Kirtika. And so her daughter, one of her names, will be known as Kartiki, or the daughter of Kirtika. And so, Kartik, Mas. Right? And 
how, uh, when we talk about the hidden treasure of the sweet absolute and Guru Maharaj's way of extracting from Bhagavad Gita. So there, uh, Krishna says, you know, of this, I'm that, you know, he mentions all these different things. He says, and uh, what do they say? Mashana margashirshoham. Of months, I'm uh, margashirsha. So that would be like November, December, that time. So Guru Maharaj says, Sanatana Goswami Prabhu says, well, if that month is Krishna, then Radharani must be the month before that. That must be her month. Just as I said the first time at the Sri Sri Radha Krishna Temple in Haight-Ashbury, 1969, Radha Krishna, I thought, if Krishna is God, why is there another name before Krishna's? And why you say, Hare Krishna? <laughs> and then it all comes spilling out. From, all you have to do is ask one question. Prabhupada said about his Krishna book, <laughs> and his little intro, he said, often people will see a book like Krishna and say, <laughs> who is Krishna and who is the girl with Krishna? because <laughs> there's this beautiful picture on the cover. And actually, if you can just ask those two questions, who is Krishna and who is the girl with Krishna, you'll get everything. Everything will come out from there. <laughs> so when I said, why? It's interesting. You put a name before, well, because Srimati Radharani, she always comes first. She's Krishna's beloved. Right. So Guru Maharaj said, in this month, the Vaishnavas, their focus is to try and, and they're praying, their aspiration, oh, Radharani, your service we want. And that service of Krishna that comes through you, back to Das Goswami's prayer, which interestingly, Guru Maharaj said, it is a direct prayer to Radharani. And if someone says like, well, aren't we supposed to pray to Guru? She is the ultimate guru. All gurus are her in our line, or her surrogates or delegates. And what does he say? Back to that reason why he left Puri to go to Vrindavan. Ashavare amrita sindhu mai katanchit kalo mayati gamitakila sampratam hi tvamchet kripamai vidasasinaiva kimme prane rajema chabororu bakarinapi. Asha means uh, aspiration, and Amrita Sindhu, a nectar of, nectar ocean of aspiration. What is that? Radha Rasa Shudhanidhi, the service of her holy lotus feet. It's only at the side of Radha Rani that Krishna reveals his full sweetness, inconceivable beauty, sweetness, charm, self. It's only at her side that he can fully be himself in all his sweetness. He has so, mother, so many other ways of expressing himself as avatars, incarnations, expansions, etc. But only you get full Krishna and his full-blown sweetness, charm, beauty when he's at the side of Radharani. So Das Goswami is saying, so without you, by my life, and without the possibility of serving you, 
My life has no meaning. What's more valuable than my life, Vrindavan, is of no use to me, and it's a shameful thing to say. But Krishna is, he says, a dreadful thing. What does he mean? Bakari, Bakari means the killer of Baka. Like that, he's not the sweet Krishna we see with you. We, in some other way that we don't find appealing. So he said here, it's his direct prayer to Radharani showing how in our line that, and in the, the whole conception of Krishna consciousness is coming from her. He said, this is her name, Urjeshwari. Urja means, uh, Urjavrat is another name for this time. He said, all the resources come from her. It means the resources for worshiping Krishna. Remember, we said before, major domo, she's in charge of everything. Sometimes Guru Maharaj would say to me, if you are sincere, if you remain sincere in your desire, you know, to preach Mahaprabhu's creed, he was saying, then you, do not doubt that he will supply all the necessary re, the resources that are necessary for your seva. It will come. She's supplying everything for the service of Krishna. Our uh, only necessity is to be to try and sincerely serve. Anyway, so, and to bring this to a conclusion, so Saraswati, just like our devotees, they and over the next few days, they'll be talking about how we do the parikramas there, where we go in Vrindavan, and there there are so many different approaches to that, and they're all. Wonderful, and that will play out over the next few days and up to Guru Maharaj's uh, appearance. But, but uh, Saraswati Thakur, uh, the Goswamis did this, remember? They also went on Parikrama, and Sar uh, Sanatan Goswami Prabhu and the others, and Saraswati Thakur and his followers. And when he was in Radha Kunda with his followers, he had a pet disciple named Paramananda Prabhu, right, who was like around 13 years old at the time, but he came to him even younger. Right? And you know, he was a boy who got to travel with the group, and we can imagine, he later became an exalted Maharaj, had great appreciation for Guru Maharaj, and his uh, Amritam and other things, but uh, he uh, would get very excited, you know, on the parikrama. So he, he visits Saraswati Thakur's at his camp, and Paramananda Prabhu goes to Radha Kunda, and there he sees this king with his Rani, queen, and their family, and they're all like bowing down, and then say some prayer, give a dandavat, then move up one body length, say a prayer, give a dandavat, and, and that's a way. You can walk around, or this is also a way of circumambulation, lying and measuring. Like we hear about the Goswami, samkhya purnakanam, you know, like counting a certain number, a certain dandavats, like that. But anyway, so he's astonished to see this. He's never seen this before. You know? And he runs back to Saraswati Thakur and says, Prabhupada, I just saw the king and queen, they're out there. Uh, you know, lying down and uh, going around Radha. They have so much appreciation for Radharani. Um, he was surprised. 
And Saraswati Tagore said, yes, but um, in their conception, Krishna is in the primary position. And because Radharani is dear to Krishna, they worship her. He said, but ours is the opposite. In our conception, Radharani is in the primary position. And, be, and because Krishna is dear to her, we have some connection with Krishna. <laughs> right? Sanyal said that once. And his Vyas Pujan, Gurumar said, in the beginning, I was a little, what is it? He said, his prayer to Saraswati Thakur, you, you know, I don't know Krishna. You know Krishna. So if you say we have something to do with Krishna, then I'm doing that. But I don't know Krishna. I know you. <laughs> and Gurumar thought, like, is this correct way to think? And then in time, oh, I see. It's taking Guru as Radharani's representative. So saying, you are the one who can give Krishna. I, we're focused on you and pleasing you and assisting you. And if you bring us in connection with Krishna, how fortunate we are. But, so you don't get any more quality, higher quality Krishna or quantity Krishna than through Radha Dasya, service of the holy lotus feet of Radharani, which is the uh, real message of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Yadamiya mahima sri bhagavatam katayam pratipatam anubhutam apya labdavideya tadakila rasamurti shamalila avalambam madura rasadi sri radha para sri radha sevanamritam. No, sri radha, that's another verse. Sri radha. No, Sevanam is similar. So, Guru is saying, although her name is not mentioned there, it says, Anaya Radita, Aradita, the one who worshiped Krishna the best. So uh, esoteric, so private, confidential, intimate. The one who worshiped Krishna the best. Right? Chakravarti Tanguri says, when they look and see Krishna took her away, they're looking at the lotus footprints and those who know they don't say her name but they recognize they can see by the 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 imprint there are so many symbols on the lotus feet of Srimati Radharani and they look at each other like the the ones who know <laughs> oh it's her of course it's her and that Krishna so and it's there that um so they're going around like we do, to go from one holy place to another, like on the Parikrama, and then sometimes someone will ask a question. And one devotee said to Saraswati Thakur, well, we see, after Radharani left the Rasa dance, gave Gandharvika her, demonstrated her superior singing and dancing, and then left in a huff, and then... Krishna, in the midst of a billion gopis, the overall experience diminished. What happened? And he went searching for her, left Tatyajabraja Sundari, right? Radham, Radhamadai, Hridayam, Radhamadai, Hridaye, Tatyajabraja Sundari. Right? So he's saying, but, but after some time, 
then Krishna abandoned her. And Guru said, when Saraswati Thakur heard that, he became furious. Like, why are you mentioning that? There's no devotion there whatsoever. And everyone was like, <gasps> like he upset Prabhupada. <laughs> you know, he's that much of a hardcore follower, exclusive follower of Radharani. He can't even tolerate to hear this kind of thing. So they all change the, you know, go on. But Guru Maharaj thought he ha- must be able to answer this question in such a way that keeps the prestige of Srimati Radharani and keeps her in the primary position and Krishna secondary. How beautiful is that? So Guru Maharaj says, reading Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he understood that, as we told in the beginning, Krishna cannot estimate the love of Radharani, how great it is, and what it's like to experience that. So he was thinking, if it's like this when we're together, if absence makes the heart grow fonder, if the depths of separation yield the most superior type of prem or divine love, then what happens when I separate myself from her? So he, what appears to be uh, um, his vanishing from her, abandoning her, he's hiding in a kunja to observe. And when he sees the effects of Krishna Viraha, of separation upon the divine heart of Srimati Radharani, that is what utterly astonishes him and convinces him to take her heart, become enveloped in the heart of Srimati Radharani, the radiance of that, the halo, Radha, Baba, Duti, Subalita, Nomi Gaura, Swarupa, Nomi Krishna, Swarupam, to descend as Gauranga Mahaprabhu. So you see, Guru Maharaj, not only, as in classic Guru Maharaj, not only did he restores Radharani to the number one position, but introduced Gauranga Mahaprabhu. <laughs> Perfect. Hare <laughs> Krishna. So, um, tomorrow is the first day of Kartik, and uh, everyone should try and increase their hearing about the glories of Srimati Radharani and devotion during this month. And Madhusudan Maharaj and Parmananda Prabhu, for the Chinese, they'll be doing a little, what do you call it, the cloud parikrama, right? <laughs> what is it in Chinese? Yuin? Chao Sheng. All right. <laughs> huh? In the cloud, all right. <laughs> and then Avadutmar is doing something in Russian, like for the Russian Mandal section. Um, I will speak again here. Uh, and I do sort of an ontological parikrama. 
because starting with Srila Prabhupada and at Radha Damodar, Rupa Goswami, etc. And I have a particular way I'll go. Madhusudan Maharaj and the other, they'll complement that in various ways. And this will all culminate in the celebration of the appearance day of Om Vishnupad, Srila Bhakti Rakak, Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj on November 9th. Hare Krishna.